This is Dark Mesic with Brutally Delicious, coming at you with a year-end review for 2022. It's been a really, really good year for metal and for music in general, because finally it's back to a full touring schedule. Last year had the vaccine rollout, and then the summer was good, but then Omicron hit and the whole world went to shit again. It would have been very audacious for bands to release albums last year, being unable to tour. I'm still amazed that, like, Unleash the Archers and Aelstrom released albums in 2020, knowing they couldn't. But I digress. We're back, baby. So I'm going to divide this into two sections. The first one is big league players, meaning people that I have seen headline in the United States. Then I'll go into my favorite releases from some lesser-known bands that people should really check out. So on with the classic stuff. Megadeth, The Sick, The Dying, and The Dead. I've been a huge Megadeth fan since I was a teenager. For perspective, the first Megadeth album I bought on its release day was United Abominations in 2007. This album was, I think, a great return to form. Dystopia was obviously a step in the right direction, though I didn't love it as much as most of the internet did. The Sick, The Dying, and The Dead feels less like a course correction and more like just a great output from a great band. Next up from the big players, we have Queensryche Digital Noise Alliance. What can I say other than that these guys do not seem to slow down? In an extremely literal sense, no, this is not Queen of the Reich Part 2, but here's some really, really good progressive metal songwriting and some of the best vocals you will hear in modern metal. They absolutely killed it both times opening up for Judas Priest. So obviously a lot of people think that the Todd era of Queensryche is the band's Twilight, but I'm seriously hoping they got at least another 10-15 years in them. Next up, Sabaton, The War to End All Wars. For those of you that don't know me too well, power metal is by far my favorite subgenre of metal, and Sabaton is doing more for this scene than anyone since Dragon Force, or should I just say Guitar Hero? I will challenge any of these listeners to find a better metal live act from a band in their prime right now. And last for the big league, this one might be a little controversial, but I'm going to say Battle Beast with Circus of Doom. I don't know that Battle Beast has ever done a full US headline tour, but they have 800,000 monthly listeners, so they get the big league designation. I've said before, Nora Lohaimo, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, is perhaps the best modern front person in metal. They also produce what is perhaps the best blend of being heavy and accessible. And on a first listen, I actually thought, and still do think, that Circus of Doom rivals Bringer of Pain. So now, let's go to the up-and-coming section. I'll start off with Seven Kingdoms' Zenith. And again, we hit another technicality, because Seven Kingdoms has headlined before. I also saw them in Richmond, Virginia. But the last two times I saw them, they were supporting Unleash the Archers, and wow, they stole that show. Zenith is the first time I think Seven Kingdoms has actually sounded like they do live. Because on the albums previous to this one, they didn't sound nearly as bombastic as they did in person. It's a problem Kiss had with their first three albums. There was a bit of a change of style. Musically, it's a little poppier, but I think that fits given the vibe they're going for. It's the album of theirs that I revisit the most. Next up, we have Untamed by Black Rain, a band I'm very disappointed I didn't know prior to this year. I discovered this band by being asked to review them for Brutally Delicious. And things like that are what make me amazingly grateful to be able to do this. And now we're going to move on to another album slash band I discovered through Brutally Delicious, and that is Crowen's Emperor Rising. I really hope I pronounced that correctly. Again, very similar comments. I'm mad I didn't know this band in advance. When I was a teenager, before I discovered power metal, which is not very popular in the United States, I remember asking myself, why were there no bands that have you know, searing tenor vocals and great guitar solos at a time when metalcore was the main thing you saw in modern metal. So I was always on the lookout for this kind of style, and yet somehow these past two just eluded me completely. And last but certainly not least, one of my favorites from this year was the Saberlight Chronicles by Fellowship. I remember when Fellowship posted to Reddit in, I think, August 2020 or so, and 
I was immediately a big fan. I thought it sounded a bit like Twilight Force, but less ridiculous. And the full-length album absolutely lived up to that and then perhaps even superseded it. So, Metalheads, it's been a great year. I hope you've all rocked out as much as I did. I'll see you on the other side. I'm looking forward to doing another one of these in 12 months. Hi, I'm Daniela Clark. I'm Barbara Ann Wild. And we are The Honest AF Show. Our podcast is real, honest conversation with our celebrity friends and pros. Covering our anything but average rock and roll lifestyles. All while tackling the hell that is aging and the battle of beauty. Oh yeah, nothing is off the table. The Honest AF Show is available wherever you get your podcasts.